0: Hey, you're about to hear me and Melissa Tears talk about what it actually means to coach the unconscious mind on a live that we did together for Instagram, or rather on Instagram. And you're going to hear us refer to um, a couple different masterclasses, and that is how to change your memory, that's part one of our free masterclass series, and how to change any habit, how to change any memory and how to change any habit. And you're going to hear us refer to it, invite you to it. And I just wanted you to know right now before you start listening that you can get access to both masterclasses for free. They already happen, but you're going to get the replays right away when you um, go to the the links that I'm going to leave in the show notes and just register. All you have to do is Put your email register and then those master classes will be delivered to your inbox right away many 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 participants of the classes have told us that these classes are life-changing and that they cannot believe these are free and we hope you'll accept our invitation so if you can pause this podcast go register right now and come back and listen to the conversation about what it actually means to coach the unconscious mind i just called melissa up to talk a little bit about what it means to coach the unconscious mind because both melissa and i have been getting lots of questions about that sounds really nice but i'm not really sure that i get it like all this talk about you know unconscious mind priming like subconscious okay so what is that exactly so if you were (laughs) to explain it to somebody who is really intrigued but wants to get more of a palpable sense of what exactly that means how would you um explain it.
1: Um, So, you know, I can answer that in so many different ways. There's so many different angles to me. Um, Having a basic understanding of just how unconscious we are um, every day in our day-to-day thought processing, how every single thing that we think we're thinking and deciding and, you know, has, has been simmering and processing, that there's... Millions of bits of information being processed even now you know as we as we speak uh information coming in from from internally externally um and that we are we're really just privy to the the, 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 the the smallest amount right that is the conscious processing so when we think coaching the unconscious mind it's not some Freudian you know, dark simmering place where our, you know, don't get me started. Anyway, what it is, is there are, there's that which we can be conscious of and then everything else. And that everything else is a massive part of who we are. Uh, All of our unconscious biases, our, our, you know, our filtering system, our beliefs, our long-term memory, our, Um, internal values, the, you know, the things that have just become so habituated, they are a part of who we are and our identity at this point, you know, so, so understanding that is, 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 is key. Then understanding how to, you know, train ourselves to sort for what the unconscious mind is telling us from the individual what the unconscious mind is telling us internally, right? Some people would call that intuition, which unfortunately has uh, too many neural associations attached to it where people think they know what you mean when you say that. But it's really about understanding your body signals, right? If you and I, Simone, are having a conversation and, you know, there's millions of bits of information that we're not conscious of, but we are totally unconsciously, you know, mediating between both of us, not just the social brain, the mirror neurons, all of the stuff that we can study, right? But then there's also the the stuff that's a little harder to grasp, but everyone can say, oh yeah, I know that. When somebody says something and I get this feeling and I'm not quite sure what that is, right? Somebody says something, you asked me to do something and I there's a little bit of something there. I've got to look at that. What's going on for me unconsciously, right? You start to learn to tune in. More importantly, you start to learn what to sort for. You know, I always say, when I'm doing those teaching demos that you like so much, right? And I'm pointing out certain things where I say, you know, you know, all right, here, here's this and here's that. And did you notice this? Did you notice that? And sometimes students will be like, No, I did not notice that. I didn't notice that she shrugged just one side of her body. I didn't notice. But when you start to train yourself, if we can be conscious of, let's say, what's the magic number? Seven plus or minus two chunks of information. In any given moment, that's what research indicates we can be consciously uh, aware of. But once you start to, um, it goes back to what we were talking about in the park, we start to set our filters so that when I'm working with someone, what I'm, you know, wh- what those seven chunks that I'm sorting for are is very different than when I'm walking in the park, than when I'm hanging out with my two-year-old niece, than when I'm having a conversation with my you know, 22-year-old daughter. We switch those filters. So when we coach the unconscious mind, I'm tuned in. I know when you're agreeing with me, I can see when you're, you, you think you're agreeing and then you stop for a second, process, and then go, yeah, okay, I get it. I can see when what I'm saying to you, Simone, right now, and you're, you're right there. I can see when you check inside to make sure that that fits for you, too, before you nod. <laughs> I'm aware when I say something where your whole body gets into it and is like full-bodied, yes. So these are the things I'm tracking right? I know when I say something and you have an experience that counters that, right? I watch you go in, think about it, talk to yourself about it, gauge how you feel, and then process. So these are the things I sort for and that I train people to look for. It's not that hard. You just have to start. You just have to start by being aware. And then you have to know what to look for. You have to know what to look for, but more importantly, just get just initially play. Right. Yeah. Like when I'm showing people these things and then I send them off to do a demo, I say, I just want you to notice what you notice. Don't act on any of it. Just see what you see. You'll notice how people kind of like very turning, on, turning on your senses. Yes. Like, like it's opening a different set of eyes. Yes, exactly. It's, 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 no. it. You can definitely say that. It's using a slightly different filtering system. So then yeah. we have the nervous system, right? That, that you've been training people to really tune into, right? How to you know, down-regulate their own nervous system, but also how to notice you know, when you're triggering someone else's, right? What are the key things? What are the simple big chunks? So that's what I like to start with, right? Mm. Like we're having this class tonight. To me, these are big chunks. It's like, here's a hammer, here's a screwdriver, here's, you know, here's like five tools. And then the easiest thing is to just, I'm going to give you this piece of wood. You're just going to hammer a nail in, right? And you're just going to screw this. And you know what? That in and of itself, if that's all you get, is enough to teach people to use those tools. But once you start to practice, you start to realize all the other things you can start to build, all the ways that you can use these tools in 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 creative ways that maybe you didn't consider before. you know there's people that can make you know, a box and then there's people that can make a fucking house. you know like so first, we start with the big chunks. What do you notice here? Just simple things like when You're honing in, like in our first class for memory reconsolidation, when you're honing in on a trigger, right? where that unconscious pattern gets turned on. That's the first thing I teach people to hunt for. Because once you activate that neural network, any change that we throw into the mix is going to make a difference. So the first big chunk is looking for that. How do I know? Oh, I see a physiological response. That's, it could be big, it could be small, but I can see it because I'm sorting for it. And then notice how different people look when they're in a resource state. How do you want to feel instead? How do their gestures, how does their body, those are two big chunks that make all the difference in the world, but they're easy to see initially. Okay, so just to recap, for those of you jumped in late,
0: I was asking Melissa, what does it actually mean to coach the unconscious mind? a lot of people are intrigued by it but a lot of people are also like what does that exactly mean and so what melissa was offering was the first part of the answer which is one you um you learn how to notice things and filter for things that you might have completely been missing before that are signals from their unconscious mind that are going to be communicated by so many things that are other than the
1: words they're saying was that an accurate summary well, um, yes. And I mean, yeah. and then as you get as you have more fun with it, right, yeah. then you start to understand how the words they say are giving you a, an interesting indication of mm. how they've set up their kind of model of this problem right? The prepositions they're using, the verb tenses they're using. Hold on, hold on. So I have to stop you right there and ask, because I've gotten several questions about,
0: from people who say, you know, I don't really coach on Zoom. I don't coach people face to face. I prefer to do it by phone. It's just audio, right? So what you've talked about a lot is um, the visual cues, how we read somebody else's uh, unconscious mind visually. But then um, if all you're doing is listening, right? There's still, a fuck ton that you pick up on. So you're beginning yes. to talk about, I wanted to, I just wanted to pause and say, this is, yeah, all the stuff that, that you can learn how to do coaching
1: the unconscious mind wise, even if you, there's no visual. So right, continue. So, <laughs> even if there's, so, so it's funny because for a while I started to do this just to hone that sensory acuity, just to really hone. I've watched my friend John Overdurf who, you know, who coaches, Only by phone. He never uses Zoom. He never uses video. And what he can hear is fascinating subtle hitches in breath. He can hear a shift in tone. He can hear um, a pause that goes on one beat longer than it should. And he's always like, okay, what? So what happened there? Ah, what's happening now? Right? Like he hears. These things and and it's great because he can point it out. Like I've sat there with John where he points out what he hears because that's what I ask of him. I'm like, all right, give me give me a little more here, and you know when people have momentum, right in in their in their in their um, tempo, and then slow it down when he can really subtly hear. So that's one thing. That's just Mm. the quality of. Their speech of their breathing, a sigh, an integrational sigh, a sigh that feels good, a sigh that is confused. you'd be surprised how you can differentiate even it you know with with just little things like that. but then obviously there's the linguistics. you know one of the first things that we teach, and maybe we'll cover it even tonight is the simple big chunks. remember, big chunks. And once you get comfortable with that, you can start to notice the more subtle cues. But spatial language, temporal language, what verb tenses are they using? Is the problem in now? Is the problem in the past? Is the problem in the past now and then they're projecting it into the future? You can tell that by the verb tenses that they use. Are they associated in or are they dissociated? Are they saying this problem or that problem? Right. So you can start to, you know, listen differently. You had talked about a new set of eyes. This is a new set of ears. Mm. And then there's, you know, our own internal system. You know, um, how are we responding? Right. How are, what, what filters are we using that our, you know, our body states will, will tell us? You know, there's so much where, you know, I have this conversation with a lot of people because, you know, I train a lot of therapists and um, some, you know, from, from a broad range of psychotherapeutic uh, theories. And, you know, one of my favorite Milton Erickson quotes is that uh, therapists um, can't afford the luxury of a theory. mm mm-hmm. right? <laughs> I would say the same of coaches. Coaches. Yes, because you start to, you shape what you filter for. You get what you look for. You know what I mean? And so a lot of times people, when when they're talking about certain intuitive hits, they're forgetting that they are not this clear, clean channel to, you know, oh, I can feel in my body something wrong. It means that you're not congruent. It's like, no, not necessarily. (laughs) It could mean that you, coach, are not congruent or they're triggering some old emotional prime. You've got to learn how to differentiate. And that's that's one of those finer skills. You can apply all of this for whatever form of coaching you're doing because you're gonna learn to hone your skills. You know? So that's, yeah. hold
0: on, I gotta um, point out two things here. One is that you can get trained in this tonight. Okay? <laughs> Melissa and I are teaching a class tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern, it's called How to Change Any Habit. This is like the best primer you can possibly get anywhere on earth on how to start to coach the unconscious mind, it's free. And you can sign up right now, it's gonna be 90 minutes of the most, some of the most exciting learning of your life tonight. The way you sign up is by going to the link in my bio, and you will, once you click on that link, you'll see another link on top that says how to change any habit. You go, register, you will get the Zoom link, and we will see you tonight at 7. So that's the first thing. I just wanted to let you know for all those those of you who jumped in and you're like, wait, I want to learn this. Okay, so you are all invited. And the other thing I wanted to ask you was... All oh, right. So other questions that I've gotten from people who are interested in learning how to co- coach the unconscious mind is, is it going to be like, you know, do I have to throw out what I'm doing, the modality that I'm practicing? I'm an astrologer. I coach primarily on thought work, cognitive modalities. I, I do astrology. I do Reiki. Do I have to like throw it out and learn a whole new thing and do a whole new thing? And I tell them, no. And the analogy that I give them is, I don't know if you're going to like this, I hope you do, Melissa, is it's like, <laughs> if, you, if you are a cake baker, we're not going to teach you how to roast chickens. We're going to teach you how to bake the cakes you, you bake, but with way better flavor, way better texture, so it turns out perfect every single time, right? So it's like, if you bake cakes, you want you to bake the best cakes ever. If you... I don't know. If you bake cookies, we want you to make the best cookies ever. We're not going to be like, yeah, throw out all the sugar and the butter. We're going to teach you how to roast chickens, right? So it's about like, I don't even know. I that's the first thing. Let me
1: jump in on that because I I (laughs) do like I like that analogy, and I'm also going to say, if you make if you already make the best fucking cakes, yeah, we're not going to mess with that recipe. We're just going to show you the optimum time to feed that cake to your client. In other words, you, you see what I mean? Like,
0: yeah.
1: it's one of my pet peeves, as you know, because I'm a training junkie, right? I mean, you know, I was just at an eight day training uh, last month. You know, I am always learning. And one of the things I can't stand, <laughs> it's just one of my pet peeves, is when you go to a training and they're like, forget everything you know. This is the way to heal. And I'm like, fuck you. Forget everything you know. Are you kidding? <laughs> I know a lot I've been working you know I've been learning for you know fifty years so what this does and it's integrative right that's that's been one of my big words integrative hypnosis integrative coaching why because everything that you do that you love fits together here we're gonna mm-hmm. teach you a structure where you're gonna understand to get from this uh, step to this step you can use. Any, you can bake any of the damn cakes that you love because this is where, this is where you bring your cake. Right, right here. And then from here to here, you can still bring in it. If you are an astrologer, if you're an EMDR person, if you, whatever it is, I'm gonna show you where to integrate it. We're gonna take everything you're doing and we're just gonna give it a slightly different structure sometimes because this is how the brain changes more quickly. Now, yes, you've been getting changes done, but now I'm going to show you how to get multi-layer changes done. You've been speaking to the conscious mind and doing thought work will eventually trickle down into the body into the unconscious system. If people are tenacious and they follow that, that you know, your advice as a coach or your system as a coach, you you know, you've been getting all these great changes as a coach. We're just going to show you how to do it on multi levels at once, so the change goes generative. So you're not just what does that mean generative? It means that so you can help someone to quit something, right? All right, we're we're changing any habit. So uh, I'm going to stop, you know, feeling anxious about you know um, uh, closing the deal or you know showing up or hitting post, right? We can do this kind of, um, strategic change work. When we make it go generative, then we no longer just take away the anxiety when you are about to post. We take away the anxiety that filters throughout your life so that you just become the kind of person that feels good showing up. And whether that is in your relationships, your business, your this, that's what I mean by generative, you know, generalizing out the change. Mm -hmm. So I don't just teach you to stop, you know, uh, eating, you know, too many Hershey bars. I don't just teach you how to stop doing this behavioral thing. I teach you to be the kind of person that takes care of yourself. Mm -hmm. That's generative. That's where things cross context. So that's where the brain notices a pattern, right? I'm not just going to stop the fear of um, you, know, dogs. I'm going to stop the fear of animals, the, <laughs> including humans. You know So that's a generative change. That's where the, the brain looks at a pattern. And it's says, like, missing oh, the structure it. of fear. Yeah, it's like, I get it. We're not just yeah. teaching you how to change this, we're teaching your brain how to change. Yeah. And so generative change ripples out. Yeah. That's where you know, you're know you working with someone and they come back to you and they're like, well, I don't know what kind of magic you did, but I haven't done this or this or this. And they name all of the self-defeating things that they normally do, even though you didn't work on that directly yeah because you you installed the pattern yeah so that's what i meant love it so i
0: as as one of your oldest and most if i may say so myself most devoted students and <laughs> as <laughs> as a fan right <laughs> of your work which is why you're pretty young no, honey but yeah okay <laughs> Well, that's true, <laughs> but I don't know. 10 plus years? But I hear you go time. ahead. <laughs> Especially nowadays, right? I, I know that you have uh, older fans, <laughs> but um, I'm, I, no, I don't mean like old as in I'm old. I mean, the number of years I that I've been a fan. I was just there. Okay. So whenever, because like people hear snippets of this, right? And they, when I hear people say this and I'm like, no, but I don't. I get too like flustered to like explain it but people will say things like oh yeah that's like NLP like I know NLP or like oh yeah that's like embodied you know embodiment like I know embodiment I know this and I'm always like what Melissa teaches no you don't and I don't mean to like dismiss what you know but it's not it's not that right and I'm always like uh, right so what do you say to somebody who's like oh yeah yeah that's like the NLP stuff oh yeah
1: that's that you know the somatic stuff I know how to do that right right, right. <laughs> well I mean and don't get me wrong what they know is is, is valid and what they know and yes sure. I come from all of that so it's but
0: but to me the, you have a way of so first of all you reference so much, like such vast amounts of research, that goes
1: way, way beyond, like well, any, yeah, because, including because it's my fascination, right? It's my fascination. Yeah. So you know, it's not just my my work, my career. It's the thing that I'm fascinated with. I was fascinated with it before I turned it into a career. You know, yeah. that's that that's what fuels this is curiosity. So what I would say to people like that is. Um, yes, and not yes, but, but it's yeah. like, yes, and um, I, I have learning in NLP, I have learning in, somat, in various somatic things. Yes, I have a good understanding of practical neuroscience. You know, I, I, I do have a good understanding of this and, this and this and this and this and this. How can I synthesize it, simplify it, put it into a system that, that embodies all of this thing and transcends it? That's what I like. That's what I'm shooting for. Whether I do that all the time or not, whether I say, okay, but let's say this. So yes, it's like this NLP pattern and this and this and this. Why? Because I'm teaching you the structure underneath all of these fucking patterns. Yeah. All of these modalities follow a structure. And I'm teaching you that so that you can then create your own interventions and and once you understand that that basic structure and then a lot of the unconscious stuff that gets woven in it feels like oh of course oh yeah that does like we did the memory reconsolidation class and i shared like the that kind of the four-step structure underneath. By the that is- way, that's
0: a that's a free workshop we did last month, and you can get the replay for that for free. Again, go to the link in my bio, click on how to change any, any memory, and you can download that right. replay right now. Just so, so, like, what, so you know.
1: So- so I've gotten so many emails and DMs ab- about, you know, oh my God, I was I, I listened to this and I started to look at all of the things I've been learning. And you're right, it follows this for tra- all the things I've been doing. So think of how freeing it is when you've been following a script, whether that script comes from EMDR or you know the coaching questions or this and that, and then you recognize when people have those aha, when people have those changes and they're like, Oh my God, I feel totally different. It's because sometimes you inadvertently hit these steps or sometimes you hit the steps because it's part of the part of the NLP recipe that they've given you without really realizing that there's this basic thing underneath, you know, you're talking about baking a cake, you know, it's like, there's basic ingredients involved in most cakes. And then it's how you you bake it, what you put in, what ingredients, how you shape it, right? So, you know, it's quite often that we sort for sameness. You know, I do that too. We all do that. It's like, I see a new technique and because I know to look for what's underneath it, I can be like, oh, that's an interesting way to get that done. To me, it's like the, you know, the, the flavorings, oh, that's a different flavor of that cake. Right? Well, I like how they blended those two flavors together. That was clever, right? Because we like novelty, because we like dopamine, because our brain thrives on it. And so anytime people are bringing in who they are, I mean, that's the magic sauce. Right. That's the one that's what you've been cultivating with your students for years, right? Which is who are you? What makes you different? Right. This is what we want. So I'm not saying ever throw away everything you know because everything you know makes you who you are as a practitioner. How can we, you know, how can we tweak it so that you become, you know, not just I, that's such a cliche what I was about to say, like the best coach you can be based on who you have been, who you are, who you are becoming, right? Yeah, and so for sure. while you might say, oh yeah, that's like this, or that's like this, I'm, I'm saying now start to sort for diff- what makes this different, right? What makes this different? And for me, what makes it different is I'm not wedded to any one system. I look at it all as variations, as steps in the dance. You know, oh, now I just learned this other little step, this other little spin, yeah. this other little flourish to make my dance more dynamic.
0: One of the many reasons that I love learning from you so much is because you have zero dogma, zero ideology, and you're always so curious and you're always like, when somebody says something you didn't expect your first instinct is like oh my god that's so interesting let me learn about that as opposed to well that doesn't fit my well you're wrong right because like so sure. many people are like that i think mean, human nature sometimes i can be like that too like defensive but um what's one of the things that i love most about um watching you teach and watching you learn and it's one of the most valuable things i think that your students learn by osmosis like watching you be so curious and completely lack any kind of defensiveness like which is why you are able to you know able to stay curious for so long which is why you're able to learn for so long and to refine your craft as much as you have okay so i you know, I've gotten um, questions from my people since I started talking about this course, the best fucking coaching course. And they're saying, hey, coaching the unconscious mind, like Simone, have you been doing this all along? Like, we've been coached by you all this time. Like, have you been doing this? Like, this is the first time we've talked, you know, seen so you talk about it. And and it's so funny because like I, you know, you were my first coaching teacher. And I feel like for that reason, like the foundation of what I do has been shaped by you. And yet, and I think at first, of course, this is, I think this is normal and natural and And healthy, even, but like when you first learn coaching for the first time you 're going to learn how to coach exactly like your teacher because like you have to learn those steps, you have to habituate it into your body, you have to get familiar with them before you can you know put your own spin to it whatever but i 've been coaching for ten plus years, and now i don 't teach i don 't coach exactly the way that you do because i 'm not you because i 'm Simone and you 're Melissa. And there are there are and I know many of your students and they don't do exactly what you do. They learn from you and then they take it and go do their own amazing things. And I just wanted to ask you to talk about some of your students who have um, taken what you teach and really create their own super interesting, unique things with it. Because honestly, that's what I'm looking forward to the most. I don't want to create mini Melissas, mini Simones. I want people out there. Could you doing super imagine original- if there
1: were any more of us? <laughs> If there was another you, another me, no, but what I will say is this, right? So over the years, I've gotten much better at teaching in a way that says, look, you are only half the equation in any coaching situation, and so what that means is even though you will ask the same initially, right, just to get the pattern, you'll ask very similar questions to get to draw out the resources, to draw out the component pieces, to reconsolidate the memory, to, you know, to, to make things go generative. I'm going to show you so that you can do it right from fucking day one. You got to be able to do that right from day one. But what that means is I've learned how to teach it in a way that whatever the client says back right so here you can ask the same question i would ask right whether that's some form of what what do you want to change right now what do you want to change today what do you want to work through today whatever it is you know when was the last time or when was a significant time these are similar things that you'll hear my students ask but that's kind of where it ends as far
0: as but, but if that's all you want to if you're like this is so good and simple i want to take this and run with it you
1: can have an amazing fucking coaching because career you can't, with that so yeah. what i'm getting at is because you then have to dance with whatever step your client gives you yeah. you can't possibly sound like another me because this client is going to bring the other half of the information, and you're just going to be you riffing off of it. I'm going to show you what to do with the information, take it, and how to, how to, how to nail it into the neural network. So I'm giving you a system right out the gate. You know, wait, I think maybe you froze. Oh, there we go. That's was that we You froze. <laughs> So, so you're very, so they're getting that, but I've gotten better. In other words, you started off, right. As you just said, kind of starting to coach kind of like me because I was your first teacher. And I was so good. And (laughs) I was, that's what I'm saying. I'm not like,
0: I'm not saying that was like, I was amazing. People were like, I had a giant stack of glowing testimonials from my first year because I was like, Is this, I'm going to do what Melissa does. You know, it was my, I had never coached anyone before. So that's why I'm like, if, if you, all you do is learn how to mimic Melissa, you're going to be fucking amazing. And yet. I was trying to, I most, I was trying to push you in the direction of talking about like, cause I just want people to get a sense of how creative you can be with coachings. Right. So oh, I, I just wanted I, you to talk about some of your students who have gone and done really interesting, creative things that reflect their creativity and their own passion. Yeah, and well, this,
1: right. Okay. So, you know, the first person that comes to mind, I'm thinking of like people that you would know from, from. From the not two people I know. But yeah, right? I know there's like, lots that I know. When yeah. you think of um, Kristen, right, she was a poet initially, right? She came to me as an uh, English professor slash poet. And right out the gate, I mean, literally, before the course was even over, she was already creating like trance poetics. So she was coaching writers, coaching poets, dipping them into trance. And writing from there. She was like doing these groups. So then we have someone who is like a, a, a professional opera singer who now gets mm-hmm. flown all over the world to all of these famous, you know, uh, schools for singers or, you know, symphony you know, orchestras. And he is the coach for those singers. I've got, you know what I mean? So I have so many people like that. I have people yeah. that came to me, you know, that that uh, psychiatrist that, you know, came to me and had like a fear of like, you know, presentation and now are, get flown all over the fucking world teaching their particular form of work with, you know, um, torture victims and, you know, like serious, serious stuff. But they're bringing this coaching model to that population. They're learning how, you know, because at what we're going to teach, because I think it's vital for people to understand, is that so much of what we do is in the role of a teacher. We teach yeah. people how to use their brain. We teach people how to break habits. We teach people how to access their own intuition, right? And Talk about Dan. Oh, Dan. Okay. So Dan, a- another amazing, amazing change worker you know who now goes all over and does all these amazing um past life regression uh workshops and just is like that's his bread and butter that's his bread and butter i mean there's just i mean you name it all of my students go on to write books and to do trainings and you know and and teach others and you know i mean i mean hundreds and hundreds and they're all Pretty much doing amazing work. How many of my students have written their own books? Have started right. their own? Yeah.
0: So, so that's what I wanna accentuate. It's like we want you to have so much fun with what you're excited about, with what your expertise already is. You know, yeah. whether you're an opera singer or a psychotherapist or uh or a, a relationship coach or a health coach or a or poet a like or a writer or a teacher. Uh, coach for kids, therapist for kids, whatever right. it is. Yeah, oh, I know that. Yeah, really I've, I've had not... look.
1: I've had people come to me already well established. The you know the head of Columbia Psych. You know what I mean? Like already well established with many books out, and they take my training and immediately integrate it, and then take it. You know, take it into a, a very different. It also infuses you, right? That's why I love to learn. Because it, it, it gives you this new energy, these new eyes with which to see things. I just had someone uh, you know, contact me and say, holy shit, you, know, you, you did this little demo and you pointed out you know, how people were accessing, oh, they're, they're accessing a visual, they're comparing it to a visual that, they, you know, that they're creating, then they say something to themselves and then they feel this feeling. It's like, I see it everywhere now. I can't sit in front of one of my patients and not immediately see what they're doing inside their mind. It's fucking crazy. I've been doing this work for 45 years and how did I miss it? Well, you just weren't sorting for that. You weren't filtering for it. That's how we all miss it. I didn't realize that when you do this, oh, it means you've just dissociated. I miss that all these years when people Mm. say, Oh, yeah, you know, I was feeling this thing. And you know when you're feeling this thing and they back away and do this? I never listened to that and realized it meant that not only were they dissociating, they were double dissociating. Mm. <laughs> right? With the yeah. lean back and the with speaking eye to, you know, when you feel <laughs> literally like... Anyway how many years were people saying that shit to me? Do they still say that to you know? And I didn't think of it that way in terms of where are they in relation to the problem they're describing? Mm. I never, you know what I mean? How many years was I listening to clients before I realized that when they were doing this and saying they couldn't break through something that they were literally coding their problem right in front of them and I could now use words to answer the person who works over the phone. If they didn't see this, they can hear it. And they can Mm. say things like, well, if the problem is here, they can say, well, above and beyond that, how do you want to be different or aside from that, apart from that? Once we move through that, if you were to take a step back, take a breath, right? Like, how many ways can we move the unconscious mind? So that we can see this problem from different angles because that's where the solution is. Right. But these are things that are in front of you the whole time, but you just haven't learned to filter for them. That is coaching the unconscious mind. That's listening, watching, seeing, you know what I mean? And knowing how to move it, how to directionalize the unconscious mind towards resources away from issues. I think I became, you know, I didn't start out being a marketing
0: coach and business coach. And I think I became such a good business coach, if I may say so myself, because I think I spent so much time coaching people and I was picking up on all the things they were saying, they were not saying with their words, but all the things they were saying with their bodies and with their voices and everything underneath what they were saying and all the patterns of what they were saying right so i think this is something that i am it feels weird to say it's something i'm known for but it's something that i am known for where i bring you know the awareness of the nervous system i i bring in awareness of like you you know how important it is for you to tap into the wisdom and the creativity and the playfulness and the uniqueness of your own unconscious mind and bring it to marketing. Because I just saw that people kept running into the same blocks over and over and over again. And what I saw all around me in terms of like the marketing and business world was people trying to solve that, you know, people trying to get at those problems (coughs) prescribing what actions to do, right? Like, oh, if you have trouble being consistent, like try putting stuff on a calendar.
1: And I'm like, well, if that worked, You know, like, are you kidding me? You know, okay. (laughs) You wouldn't need help. If you could put stuff on a calendar and follow the fuck through it, you wouldn't be hiring a coach to help you. You Yeah, like make a plan and do it. Right.
0: So I was, okay. So clearly, telling people more of what to do or giving people a better plan or a better template or whatever if that worked everyone would have a thriving business but they don't and i was like oh what are what's all this stuff so i began seeing so much more than what other people were seeing because i knew how to read the unconscious mind because i knew how to filter for and sort for what's going on inside people that they're not telling me not because they're lying or because they're trying to hide it, but because they're not aware of it themselves.
1: Right. They right? don't know enough to, 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 to share right. that. They don't even have words for it. It's ineffable. Exactly. They have a feeling something stops them. They go to, they they go to make a video or to show up on one of these things. And all of a sudden they just feel this constriction and that's the unconscious mind. That's the, and the advice system. I was, the advice I was saying is like believe in yourself more. And I'm like, Pfft. Like, right again, that works sometimes,
0: right? It works
1: sometimes and, when people are at that point where that's yes. what they need. Look, don't get me wrong. There's, there's amazing, successful people that hire a business coach just to get to the next level. And we're not necessarily talking about the I'm not worthy kind of stuff. We're talking about, how, you know, so there's many levels of coaching that people do. One of the things, though, that I feel that I'm excited about is is you know all the things that you've been honing over these years and that we're over the course of this 3 month training that we're doing together that we're using the you know the creation of your business of your brand of your marketing as as the impetus to get at the unconscious stuff so that we're using that to work through so by the time three months is up, that shit's up and running. I'm excited about that because I, I don't know all that. Like that's why <laughs> I agreed to do this with you. Cause I'm like, I wanna, I wanna watch your magic here. I wanna, you know, because it was That's the only case. reason. <laughs> I didn't say it was the only reason. Okay. Did I? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, no. <laughs> But I'm you know what I'm saying? Are. Like to me, that
0: yeah. that's really exciting. I think, you know, the reason that I had to teach myself all of this, like how to look at marketing through the lens of the unconscious mind is because none of the conventional stuff worked for me. Well, I don't want to say none of it, but it didn't work for me in the way that I wanted it to. I think like I'm a very intelligent person and I'm really good at critical thinking and I wasn't able to make myself do the things just because somebody said that's going to work right and then when i got underneath that and got really curious about okay what's going on with my body what's going on with like stuff that's going on deeper underneath my conscious mind that's when i was was able to see oh like i had there's an unconscious block um i don't love to say the word block sometimes because it you know, it's like obstacle block that that kind of language is heavy, and I don't really, I don't really conceptualize it like that. But more, more like sometimes there's a dissonance. There is, there are competing, you know, parts inside of me and in, in my unconscious mind. And I was like, oh, like when I learned how to, how to notice that, how to filter for that, and and how to work with that in a skillful way, which I had done in so many other areas of my life. But when it comes to marketing business, I have, to, I was like, oh, you got to do this for marketing and business. And when I did that. I was finally able to you know, have the growth I wanted and I was like this is really useful I should teach it to people and I started teaching it to people that's how I became a business coach right and right. so um so this is um I I'm really passionate about this because it's how I got to where I am meaning I don't mean anything other than I'm doing work, I'm doing stuff that's so fucking fun to me every single day, and I feel like I'm getting to innovate every single day, I feel like I'm doing my favorite work with my favorite people every day, and what what could be better than that, and then my work pay, the, pays the bills, right, and then some more, but, you know, that just feels like a nice bonus, right, so that's what I want for everybody to <laughs> yeah. I think that's the ultimate benefit of being able to do this work is that whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish as a goal, whether it's business growth, whether whether it's to, you know, improve your relationship or to, you know, whatever it is that you have as a goal, like when you know how to work with it within yourself at the unconscious level, you're going to be able to, um, have honestly, the most powerful breakthroughs. Like I was able to, you know, I think,
1: um, I think the key here and, you know, is that you, you discovered something and in mm. you know, discovering it and utilizing it and playing with it and working with it almost, right? Mm. That's why blocks sound so hard, but really it was like a noticing. It was a gentle yeah. unfolding once mm. you access some of that. And to, to then kind of find um, this, this joy in what you do, that's infectious. To me, Mm. I mean, if we could instill that curiosity in everyone that we teach, then and we're going to, and then that to me is so worth doing because what we discussed earlier, retirement, what's that? It's like, we love what we do because it's fun because we continue learning because it's Playing and helping people at the same time. You know, I know that a lot of people have a calling, right? They want to help people. Um, that's not what got me into it. <laughs> I help people. Well, I, I love helping calling. people. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean? I, my, my calling is just that I'm fascinated by the mind, I'm fa- I've always been. Right, I'm fascinated by altered states. I've always been since I'm four years old and spinning like, you know, like just to get dizzy, just to see the world a little differently. Like I have been, you know, fascinated with altered states of consciousness my entire existence. So to be able to make a career out of it, right? Because like, what is the mind? What, what are the limitations? What, what can we harness here? You know, that was my calling. Now I help people and that's great. I'm not saying I don't like helping people. I'm just saying it was fascination that drew me to this field. It's fascination that keeps me here. So Mm -hmm. when you can find that in yourself, find some aspect of it that you can discover and you can discover your kind of genius here and that everybody has it. And it doesn't matter if this one's a relationship coach, and then so is this one, and so is this one, and so is this one. They all have different genius inside of that, right? Anyway, Amen. So no, I, I, I think, to be honest, I think this is going to be the best fucking course, like ever created. Because that's I feel like that. that's why we named it that. But because we are bringing. Everything we know up to now, it's like the learning curve of, I don't know how many years, right? Take your how many years, my how many years, and then understand that we're giving you something right out the gate that's going to make you a brilliant fucking coach. And then that's going to launch a business because that's crucial here. I think that... You know, I wasn't giving that aspect of it any mind because that wasn't my area of fascination or expertise. So it was always like, I'm going to teach you the skill set to be a fucking brilliant coach. You're going to have to go to someone else like Simone to learn how to build a business. So I think like, you know, teaching the class, like we said, when we initially started to think about this, we're teaching the course we wish we had had. (laughs)
0: So <laughs> I keep thinking about the name. People, somebody asking, "What is the name of this course you're talking about?" It's the name is literally the best fucking coaching course, BFCC, and it's kind of ridiculous. Melissa and I admit it, and it's you know, but but the, we were like, "What do we call this thing?" And all the names we of what kept you're trying, were,
1: we kept trying to go like, you know, professional. We kept saying, "Well, what about what about coach? What about this? What about this?" And it what all just sounded. This? Like and I'm like easy, but that or say somebody it else already that we're like or Yeah and so honestly <laughs> we kept referring to it as the best fucking coaching course, you know, and it's like uh and that just stuck. But just to answer some of you that are like, Yeah, but how can I put that on my resume? No, but what you can put on your on your website, on your resume, on whatever you know you want your marketing is that you'll be certified through right <laughs> the, the ethical coaching collective which really is like one of our heart kind of um projects that we really want to see a whole sea change in this field and that looks good on paper yes
0: coach certified <laughs> trained and certified through the ethical coaching collective yes, yes. absolutely um, you know i want everyone to experience what I experienced coming out of the gate and you will experience it once you go through this training yeah. which is right I was like like 21 or 22 or something fresh out of Melissa's training like however like 12 uh, fucking years ago 14 I don't even want to know how many years ago it was and it was so went, cute you guys I was so was cute, so
1: cute. <laughs> for a and while after she left like her spot on the couch at my center in New York City was just like, it was just empty. There was a, there was a, there was a Simone size hole, and in, and in, in the couch at my center. We we would all remark on it. <laughs> well, I'd love to know that I would, that I was
0: missed when we when I left New York. But what I was trying to say is, you know, when I was that young, twenty whatever, early twenties, I didn't know shit about life. I didn't know anything about life. Like, I mean, that's not true. But you know, I was very young. I was very green. And right when I finished Melissa's training, in the next few months, Right. I did this, these things, you guys all remember Groupon is Groupon still a thing, right? Like I did Groupon sort of stuff where I was like, I just put it out there. It costs, I don't know, like 23 bucks, whatever it is to work with me. That's how I got some of my initial clients. And I was, I told friends and, you know, but friends hired me and friends of friends hired me. And I, you know, I was charging like 20 bucks, 30 bucks, whatever it was, 50 bucks, whatever it was. And you know what, like right out of the gate, People weren't just like, oh, that was a very helpful session. Thank you. People were like, what was that you just did? This is magic. Like, whoa. Right out of the gate. I was like 22. That's what Instagram is telling me that they're going to shut this down in 42 seconds. But that's what I want to invite you to. You will. I don't know. I'll figure it out this later. But I want to wrap this up. So you're going to have this experience. And that was Melissa 12 years ago. And she's a lot better now. So... (laughs) Imagine what's possible. That's 12 bucks worth of learning trial and error. That's right. Error and error. Best fucking coaching course. But come to our class today. It's called How to Change Any Habit. You can register for free. Okay. And you can go to the link in my bio, click on the thing that says How to Change Any Habit, Melissa. And I will see you there in however many hours. It's at 7 p.m. Eastern. We'll see you later. Bye, honey. Bye.